So I'd come to the rather radical decision to write a book. I'd never written a book before. I'd never even written anything longer than a couple of thousand words. I didn't really know what the content of the book was going to be, but I still decided that I should write a book. Why did I even come to the conclusion that I was going to write a book when I didn't even know how to do it? My name's Craig Burgess. This is Get Doing Things. This is episode 118. And today's episode is all about why I decided to write a book. podcast over from Ask a Designer Anything and I told that story yesterday in episode 117. Since I'd made that change and gone over to getdoingthings.com where I spoke all about self-improvement, I was enjoying the new podcast. It felt right and because of that, I felt like I was really talking about my passion project and it felt like the episodes flowed better. It felt like I was more enthusiastic about everything that I was talking about and it all just felt right. It felt better. But the one thing that I just still just couldn't get right was the message on the first page of my website. If you visit my website very often, which you probably don't, but if you do, if you go to getdoingthings.com, that homepage right there, the message at the top of it has gone through so many different iterations because I just, I couldn't get the message right. I didn't know how to say the thing that I was doing I was making a podcast about self-improvement. That was it. But I didn't know how to say that properly. And I didn't really know what I should be saying to people about that. I just, I couldn't work it out. And it was really, to be honest, pissing me off completely. I was a marketer. I'm a designer. I've been in the marketing game 12 years and I couldn't get the damn message on my homepage correct. It was really annoying me. Really, it was because... I never really sat down and thought about who I was targeting this podcast to. All I did was just sit down and say, yeah, I want to make a self-improvement podcast. And that was a purely selfish decision. I didn't do it for any marketing purposes. Why would I? It made no sense. Nobody was listening to my self-improvement podcast would ever come to me for marketing advice because I wasn't talking about marketing. I was talking about self-improvement. So as a business decision and as kind of making a funnel to go into my main business, which is Genius Division, none of this made sense. It was a purely passion project, which I was cool with. I was cool with that. But still, it kind of left a hole in there. It left a marketing hole that I just, I couldn't work out. I couldn't work it out. And it took me until around October to finally work it out. I could, there was kind of a light in my head, you know, the the classic light bulb thing, a light bulb went off in my head and I figured it out. I realised that while I'm podcasting, and that's great, I needed to do different stuff to reach different audiences and we're going to get back to that shortly at the end of this episode. At that point, I realised I needed a hook. Everybody online, no matter who it is you like, whether it's a YouTuber, whether it's a podcaster, whether it's a blogger, they've all got a hook. They've all got like a a nice, neat little marketing hook. Let's take Jonathan Pye, for example. I spoke about him a couple of episodes ago. His neat little marketing hook is that he's a political reporter and he goes on rants and he gets angry. That's his hook. 
if we take somebody else like, uh, I don't know, Joe Rogan, he's a podcaster and a comedian, and he gets really interesting people on his podcast, that's his hook. And if we go for, I don't know, I can't think of a third one, let's just stick it to, but you'll get what I mean. They all have hooks. They are, Joe Rogan is the guy who does interesting podcasts. Jonathan Pye is the guy who does crazy political rants. Everybody, no matter what kind of industry you're in, no matter what thing you're doing, and even if it's for fun, you need a hook. You need something for people to attach to, to go, oh yeah, that's the guy that does that. I didn't have that hook and it was really bugging me. And that's the thing that I was trying to work out all along. I was trying to work out what hook I had. What was it that made me, me, more than anything else that I do? And I got it. I realised it. And I had the answer already because I decided to call the website Get Doing Things. And that, that was it. I do a lot of things. I'm always doing a lot of things. And that was the thing that I could pass on my knowledge about the most than anything else. I fill my life up with things that I really enjoy doing. So it was the thing that I needed to talk about more than anything else. But I needed to call that something. I needed to give it a semi-intelligent name. And I called it Extreme Production. It it was catchy. It didn't exist already. The, yeah, there was websites that were called Extreme Production, but they wasn't talking about the same concept as me. So I was cool with that. So I called it Extreme Production, which finally gave me something to get into people's heads. Some kind of kind of copyrighted thing for just doing lots of things. The idea of an extreme production challenge is the things that I've been doing for so long. It's daily podcasting or daily something for 365 days or whatever kind of whatever kind of time limit you set. But that was extreme production. I did a few talks about it after I kind of realized this and I did it at a podcasting conference. And I just call my talk Extreme Production. And it really helped solidify the ideas that I've got in my head. So I realised that I needed to put this in a book. But I'd never written a book. But this was just like podcasting. I'd never written a book. I didn't know how to write a book. I didn't know what kind of software I would write it in. I'd never really written more than two or 3,000 words in one go. So to write 30, 50, 60,000 words on one topic was going to be really difficult for me. But I plugged away at it, and now I'm about, I don't know, 60, 70,000 words. No, 60, 70% into the book, which is great. It's fantastic. And the book's great, if I do say so myself. I think it's really cool, and I think you're really going to enjoy reading it. But I had to work that out, first of all. I had to work out what I was going to write about. And I ended up doing it. It was extreme production. And I was going to just talk about all the kind of the mental patterns and the things that I'd learned over the 12 years of me doing this kind of thing. And it's gone really well, and I I can't wait to share the book with you, really. But there was something still missing, and it was writing blog posts and making videos as well. They were still missing, and I started making blog posts, I started writing them, They, they got received fairly well, and I started making videos. And then I realized after all of that, I realised that I was doing all of it wrong. 30,000 words into my extreme production book, I'd realised I'd done it all wrong. And it came from writing one chapter in a different style. And tomorrow, sorry, I'm going to tease you again. (laughs) And tomorrow, I'm going to tell you exactly why I'd gotten everything wrong in my podcast, in my book, in my videos, and in my entire damn 
website. I'll see you tomorrow when I talk about that. So this was episode 118 and I hope you enjoyed that. And you can find out more information about this at getdoingthings.com forward slash podcast forward slash 118. I'm back tomorrow with another episode just like this one where I'm going to tell you exactly why I got everything wrong in the world. And I hope you join me then. And thank you so much for listening as always. And I really mean that. And I will see you tomorrow.